0: What Biden wants would be a coup for Bill Gates and others who are globalists and want to control your freedom. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, there is this event that just took place with regards to the World Health Organization, a UN agency, to give it more power. And whether this or some other agreement happens, uh, we have time to respond to it and that means Congress needs to do everything in their power to stop the WHO taking over American freedom. In addition to these amendments that Joe Biden gave to the WHO to strengthen the WHO's jurisdiction over not only the United States but 193 other nations, there is a simultaneous effort at the UN with regards to having a new treaty that the WHO would ultimately deploy, and that would be ratified by enough nation states to give it even greater power they will meet again on august twenty twenty two with regards to a working draft of this new treaty so how do you have two simultaneous things happening you have not only the amendments that biden gave to the who but you also have these uh... new this new treaty uh... that they want to ultimately have other nations uh... adopt and all of this is being used as um, a an excuse to get ahead of things such as COVID. At the end of the day, COVID is being used and has been used as an excuse for a lot of things. People have used it as an excuse to lock down other individuals. Lots of collateral damage has happened because of the lockdowns. People have died because of the lockdowns. At some point in time, we'll look back in history when there will be enough statistical data, and that data is actually coming forth now, to show how many people have actually died because of these lockdowns. People, for example, that are Alzheimer's, uh, individuals in nursing homes, uh, or assisted living special care centers. They did not know. I mean, when if you were to have my mom living at this time and assume that she was in one of these facilities, um, she had longer-term memory, but short-term memory problems. Um, you could She could eat breakfast, but literally right after eating breakfast, not remember that she just ate breakfast. Mm-hmm. You could have the same conversation with her over and over again as you're sitting on a rocking chair outside of uh, a house and looking at the Blue Ridge Mountains, and she could talk about those mountains, and you could have the same conversation over and over and over again because she wouldn't remember the conversation or the sentence she just said try to talk to someone like that in a nursing home, why their son or their daughter is no longer able to visit them. Think about the heartbreak and the loneliness. If you talk to people that work in these nursing homes during these lockdowns, individuals that otherwise were happy because they had interaction not only with each other, they could meet in the cafeteria they could meet in the social gathering places of these facilities they could see friends and or family now they're locked down in their room they can't go to the cafeteria they can't go out for social gatherings and their family no longer comes to visit them it is a devastating mental downturn that ultimately killed a lot of these people the lockdowns were the worst thing that we could have ever done in a pandemic it's unprecedented It's never happened before in other pandemics like this. It's exactly the opposite of what you do for a pandemic because you clearly avoid herd immunity. Uh, You also isolate people. We had high school athletes commit suicide uh, because uh, they weren't able to play their high school football. Uh, They had those goals and aspirations. They weren't able to interact. Uh, They committed suicide and it was all over the place where that happened. You had all these other people that didn't get cancer surgery, prostate cancer surgery, heart surgery, because it wasn't considered uh, critical or necessary kinds of surgery. You could get abortion surgery, but you couldn't get your heart operated on. You couldn't get cancer uh, treated. Cancer facilities shut down. You look at all of these things that happened as a result of these uh, scare tactics over COVID. Look and at all they the businesses all, that closed. Yeah. yeah, people lost their businesses that right. will never open again. People committed suicide because they went right. bankrupt. They just other oh, overwhelming pressure that they faced. If you think about all of this, COVID was used as an excuse to lock people down. Right. If you look at people like Klaus Schwab, the founder of the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab said that these lockdowns were very helpful. Why? Because people weren't out driving their cars. They weren't out moving around. So consequently, carbon emissions dropped. And that was a good thing in his view because he wants to reduce carbon emissions to zero by the year 2030. He wants to have an environment globally where you don't own anything, that you lease everything, whether it's your silverware, your clothes, your dishes, and your cabinet from the government. You lease that on a monthly lease basis. Like communist,
1: socialism. The government can
0: stop the lease mm-hmm. anytime it wants to. Right. That's these worldviews of people like Klaus Schwab. And Bill Gates has the same thing. He wants to eliminate carbon emissions to zero by the year 2050. In order to do that, he wants to reduce human population by at least 10 to 15%. If you think about 7 billion people on the planet, that's 700 million to a billion people die immediately Mm -hmm. to reduce carbon pollution. He wants to eliminate cows as those offending carbon co2 emitters with methane gas and so forth so he wants to replace it with synthetic meat and replace milk with biomilk. these are people that have a completely different worldview than
1: right you and they're all rich billionaires who aren't affected by any of this <laughs> and they
0: don't have the ethic that people are created in the image of god in right. fact they have a darwin ethic that it's evolutionary and you have the weakest die out and the strongest live, and those older people who cares about them because they're just taking up too much health care and we need to reapportion that to others. So you have all of these other ideological individuals and people and organizations that used COVID to push their own agenda. One of the agendas that Gates has is global vaccination. And decrease of human population and decrease of certain consumptions of foods.
1: And he's also in favor of abortion to reduce population. Oh yeah,
0: he's obvious. That's what that's his number one um, point mm-hmm. on his 10, 2010 TED talk: reduce human population mm-hmm. through. Abortion, he doesn't use the word abortion. He uses the euphemism reproductive health care and vaccination.
1: Of course, he gets that from his father, who was one of the founders of Planned Parenthood, who worked with Margaret Sanger, who supported Adolf Hitler's eugenics.
0: So when you have something like COVID, the WHO and other globalists are using that to say, look, if the WHO had a, a global authority to respond to COVID, then we would have gotten ahead of the curve earlier. So consequently, Biden has had a little bit of problem with the courts and his mandates. Many of them have been struck down. Most of them have been struck down. The CDC's mandates on masking and shipping have been struck down. Uh, Biden's mandates on employers and federal contractors, those have been struck down by the courts. So what do you do? You want to achieve the same control. You want to achieve the same uh, result. You're not having the success in the American courts, so let's give the power to the who? To a single individual to declare a public health emergency who could then coordinate other nations to isolate an offending nation and or an offending state within that nation, i.e., say, for example, South Dakota, Florida, both were open during COVID, and they were the outliers compared to California and New York. And so let's give that power to this world organization. This is the beginning of a clearly one world government. Biden wants to take us there. We need to stop it. Members of Congress need to hear from you. We have a website, lc.org forward slash who. That's WHO for the World Health Organization. lc.org forward slash who, WHO. That's it. Just put WHO at the end of the website, and that will give you a web page where you'll find information about this issue.
1: We'll have petition there. We have faxes there. So like you said, we need to make our representatives aware of this.
0: They need to know. For example, there is traction that's being gained. The Freedom Caucus has recently come out with a letter demanding that there be a stop of this rush to give authority to the WHO. Uh, The Freedom Caucus is a caucus of many, many conservative members of Congress in Washington, D.C., Governor Ron DeSantis has come out and said he's drawing a line in the sand and there's no way the WHO's going to have jurisdiction. But you know what? If the WHO isolates Floridians in travel or food or requires vaccine passports, for example, then whether they have direct authority over Florida, they can certainly regulate what Florida does by coordinating these other nations. So go to lc.org forward slash w-h-o, lc.org forward slash w-h-o. Sign the petition and send faxes to members of Congress because we have a six-month window to opt out of any kind of addition to this IHR amendment, these international health regulations of the WHO. And the WHO is also considering another even more serious threat to freedom through a new treaty lc.org forward slash WHO. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom brought to you by Liberty Council. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org. Call us at 407-875-1776.